Welcome to this week's Crowd Church service. We are a digital church on a quest to discover how Jesus helps us live a more meaningful life. We are a community, a space to explore the Christian faith and a place where you can contribute and grow. Our service uh, will last about an hour and in a few seconds you'll meet our hosts uh, for our service who will introduce today's talk. After the talk, we will have a time of worship and reflection, after which we head into Conversation Street, where we look at your stories and questions that you've posted in the comments. Now, we want to invite you to connect with us here at Crowd Church, and we've got a few ways in which you can do just that. Firstly, you can engage with Crowd from any device during our live stream, and if you're up for it, why not invite a few friends over and experience the service together? You see, church is all about connecting with God and connecting with others. And one of the easiest ways for you to do that is join one of our midweek groups where we meet online together to catch up and discover more about the amazingness of Christ. You can also subscribe to our fairly new podcast called What's the Story, uh, where we deep dive into stories of faith and courage from everyday people. More information about all of these things can be found on our website at www.crowd.church, or you can reach out to us on social media at Crowd Church. If you are new to crowd or new to the Christian faith and would like to know what your next steps to take are, well, why not head over to our website crowd.church forward slash next for more details. And now, the moment you've been waiting for is here. Our online church service starts right now. Good evening and welcome to Crowd Online Church. I am hosting this evening. My name is Matt Edmondson and beside me is... Son of Baden. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. What a legend. Sadaf Bainan is. Uh, it's great that you're here, Miss Sadaf, and uh, thank you for joining me. Thanks for hosting. This is your annual trip into hosting, uh, right? Yeah. You seem Definitely. to like do it once a year, and, and, and that's about it. Yeah, this is my annual appearance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, you don't want too much of a good thing, right? So uh, once a year is fine. You've got you to pace, pace, pace. So welcome to Crowd Online Church. Great that you're here with Sadaf and myself. Great that you've joined us. Uh, we are streaming live on Facebook and YouTube, uh, and if this uh, is the first time you've heard this notice, then uh, please forgive me. But we are encouraging, if you're on Facebook, there is a link to watch on YouTube. Um, come join us on YouTube in the comments. Uh, people will still be in the comments and stuff on Facebook, but, um, but yeah, come join us on YouTube. The reason is we are gonna, at some point, I don't know when, there's no fixed date yet, is there, Salaf? Uh, we are at some point gonna close down the crowd Facebook stream and focus solely on the YouTube stream. I could bore you as to the reasons why we are doing this, uh, but it is very boring. But trust me, it's a good thing to do. So if you're on Facebook, come join us on YouTube. Uh, it'll be great to see you uh, in the comments there. Matt Crew has actually made his way over to uh, YouTube, which surprised me given his comments last week. Um, he's Facebook's biggest fan. Uh, he's, he's the last one already. Uh, YouTube is boring him already, apparently. So, uh, <laughs> oh, well, Matt, it's just, it is what it is. What can I say? What can I say? You'll get over it, uh, no doubt. So, yes, Sadaf, how are we doing? We are good. We yeah. are good. Yeah. Good. Now, you told me uh, before we hit the go live button that your house is in a bit of a state, right? So your your DIY DIY day is it at uh, is it at home? Yeah, it's more like a DIY month. <laughs> <laughs> is it one of those well, things? You hearing me say this? <laughs> <laughs> it's DIY month. Uh, yes, absolutely. So DIY month. Um, trying to get ready for Christmas, right? Uh, no, this is just, um, you know, things that got to be done. We've got a banister to put back up. We've got a room to decorate. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, you right. know, everyone's still alive. We're all good. 
everyone's still we're still good yeah that's brilliant, Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. so uh it's one of those isn't it where um it, it, we are coming up to Christmas. We are in that Christmas rush of trying to get things done. Uh, the house is uh, all a bit chaotic. I've been busy building advent calendars. Uh, Zoe and I uh, have been busy building the old advent calendars. Getting ready for Christmas. We are, of course, doing some good stuff uh, over Christmas at Crowd Church. Sadaf, do you want to tell the good folks what we're doing? I'm going to give it a stab. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I totally strung you up. I appreciate I'm sorry. Uh, to do that, but I, I know what's I, happening next week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I totally stitched that up. That's fine. Uh, yes, over Christmas, we are going to be doing our Christmas live stream on the 18th of December. Uh, just so you know, that's going to be coming out. Talking about finding peace in difficult times. That's the title of this Christmas's talk, which uh, kind of tells you the times that we're living in, if that's the talk we're doing on a Christmas uh, service. We've actually got a Christmas Day non-live live stream happening as well, as well as a New Year's Day non-live live stream. Um, uh, and so, yeah, we got lots of stuff coming up over Christmas, so do come and join in. What's, but have you had work done on your face? Uh, I assume you're talking to me uh, and not to set up because that would be horrendously rude. Uh, no, I haven't, uh, but thanks for asking. <laughs> question uh do come and say hi in the comments uh make sure you know uh matt's not alone in his comments uh, uh so yes welcome so today coming up what we got coming up today so if you do know the answer to that question yes i do so sherlon is going to be sharing with us from john chapter 16 verses 17 to 18 uh no end of 17 sorry mm -hmm. um and there's going to be a reflection time and then there's going to be conversation street which you guys want to hang around for and i think i've covered it yeah it's good very good well done um for those of you who are unfamiliar with sadaf because she only joins us once a year why don't you tell the good folks a few things about yourself miss sadaf okay well you see me on screen once a year <laughs> but I'm usually behind the scenes the rest of the week <laughs> the rest of the time so yeah i i work with matt um and i help out with crowd in the background and whatever else matt's got going on i'm uh, <laughs> i'm there yeah absolutely you are uh, amazing and um, a lot of the stuff that happens is all because sadaf is brilliant so Thank you. You're an awesome person, uh, and it's great to be—it's great to get you this side of the camera, uh, which is—it's an unusual feat to accomplish. I don't quite know how we did it, but we did it nonetheless, uh, and we are here. So, let's get into Sherlon's uh, talk. But before we do, let me read to you. Uh, let me get it up here on my little my little screen. Um, so we are in a series called Origin, and we are looking at the start of the Christian faith. And uh, we, we've done kind of a whistle-stop tour through the Gospel of John. And we are in that process. We're going to start deep diving in the Book of Acts next year. Uh, but we are going through the Gospel of John, and we, uh, as Salaf said, we're on chapter 16. And halfway through it and Sherlock's going to be talking about scriptures from chapter 16 from chapter 17 that's a lot of scriptures I'm not going to read them all out but just to give you a bit of background to where we're up to in case this is your first time with us Jesus is in this in this sort of long conversation with his disciples and he's talked about all kinds of various things so far uh, which we've covered on crowd and today um, he is going to carry on that conversation. He's been talking about the Holy Spirit um, and uh, he starts this section uh, that we're starting with is where it says the disciples grief will turn to joy. That's the heading in my Bible. Uh, so Jesus has told them that uh, or he's about to tell them Jesus goes on to say in verse 16 in a little while you will see me no more and then after a little while you will see me. Uh, and this is an intriguing statement. Uh, Sherlock's going to pick up on it a little bit uh, because these guys have been with Jesus for like three years and in some quite tricky situations, one might add. Uh, they've grown quite close, I'm sure. And so, uh, and they've given their lives to sort of follow this guy. And here he is saying, in a little while, you're not going to see me, boys. Uh, and it's all a bit, it, it's all a bit kind of like, hang on a minute. And so this, some of the disciples in verse 17 said to one another, what does he mean in a little while you'll see me no more and then after a little while you will see me 
and they kept asking, what does he mean by this? Because they didn't understand what he was saying. And you could understand that, right? With the sort of the confusion mm -hmm. that was going on. So with that backdrop, let's bring Sherlon onto the screen uh, and, uh, and we'll start the talk. And then like I've said, after the worship, uh, she and I will be back for Conversation Street. Join in the comments. We'll see you in a few minutes. Hi, um, my name's Sherlon. And today I want to talk a bit about prayer and what Jesus says about prayer. Now, um, I'm a secondary school RE teacher. And in last term, we've been looking at Abraham. Abraham was a founder of the Jewish faith. And he's very important in the Christian faith as well. And he's seen as a man of, of faith, the father of faith even. Now, I asked my students, we were looking at the story of Abraham, and uh, we were looking at the, the key word was trust. I asked the students, you know, when someone says to you about trust, what do you think about, you know, what type of per person or people do you trust? What does trust actually mean? What's the definition? And they come out with stuff like, um, <clears throat> when we trust someone you can rely on. You trust someone who... Maybe you know, like family, friends, someone who wants to snitch on you, someone who won't tell you secrets, someone who will speak and tell you the truth and be honest with you, someone you can be open with. And I, I think today, as we look at um, the Bible, Jesus is a trustworthy person. What he says is important, and if we allow... Jesus' words in the Bible to affect us. They will change us and transform us. Now, when I was looking at um, John 16, the word that really stuck out for me was see. Um, today's Bible passage starts out with, in a little while, uh, you will see me, and then you will see me no more, and then you will see me again. Now, in the context for this was basically that Jesus was about to die on the cross, He's talking to his, his followers, his, his 12 disciples. He's telling them that he'd have to go away. He, he would die. But then he'd rise from the dead. He'd be resurrected. And then they would see him again. But then eventually he would go away. He'd, he'd ascend into heaven. And then God would send his Holy Spirit to help them to live their lives. Now seeing is, is very important. It's mentioned a lot in chapter 16. Um... And how we see is, I think, really important in life. Now, Christians believe that we see not just with our natural eyes, but with the eyes of faith. Now, I, I wear glasses because my eyesight's not that great, to be honest. But it's almost like we need the spectacles or the sight or the perspective of God. God sees beyond circumstances. He sees with faith. The Bible says that the righteous shall live by faith. And we live by faith and not just by natural sight. So in spite of our circumstances, if we learn to see as Jesus see, we can triumph in the midst of our circumstances. Uh, the end of John 16, 33 is one of my favourite passages in the whole of the Bible. And Jesus is speaking. And in my Bible, his words are always in red. I always stand that because, you know, they're important. He says this in, in John 16, 33. I have told you these things that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So Jesus is saying here that peace is not the absence of war or conflict. Peace is knowing that God is in control. Peace is knowing that no matter what happens in our lives, God is a certainty. He's, he's that solid rock. Now we look around us at society, everything's changing. Whether it be inflation rates, prime ministers, cost of living, food prices, gas prices, whatever. Constant uncertainty. But in the midst of that, when Jesus speaks, he brings certainty. He, he brings peace because ultimately he is in control. Trouble is inevitable. Suffering, hardship is inevitable. It's, it's part of life. But the good news is that in the midst of all that, Jesus is standing with us. He's 
he's in that boat. He wants us to, to know that he can give us peace when everything else is being shaken. If we stand on Jesus, if we stand on what he says in the Bible, if we believe what he says about us, then the circumstances of life don't have to ruin us. They can strengthen us rather than making us weak and despair. We can have hope in the midst of all that is going on. You know, John 17 is all about prayer and I have to be honest, I love it. I love prayer. I love praying for people. It's called session. I love praying to God. I love when God talks back to me because prayer's heart is a conversation. In John 17, it, it's titled, uh, Jesus prays for his disciples. He prays for his followers. He prays for the um, disciples who were with him at the time, the 12 disciples, 12 followers. He prays for the disciples who are here now, people like you, people like me. Now, I think it's amazing when people pray for you. I am, um, when I was growing up, I read this book on prayer and it said this in, in its introduction. This, this book is a, is a unique resource for people who believe that God can use their prayers to change the world. When you're 18 and you read that, you think, wow, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab hold of that. I'm going to allow God to use my prayers to change the world. It's a pretty amazing thing. I have two wonderful daughters and I pray for them every day. And I pray for them because I love them both. I pray for them because I want them to grow up to be strong, resilient, successful women. I want them to achieve something in life. I want them to have a happy and a healthy life. So, so I pray. That's part of my job is being their father. You know, because I love them. And when John 17 talks about Jesus praying for his disciples, he's praying for his followers, he's praying for you, he's praying for me, that speaks to me about how much God loves us. How special, how important we are that the God who flung the stars into the sky, the God who spoke the very universe into being, thinks that you and me especially enough to pray for us. I want to know what, what is he praying? What is he praying for you? What, what is he praying for me in this, in this Bible? Well, when I look at 17, John 17, he prays three or four things. He prays um, for protection. He prays that even though we're in the world and there will be trouble in the world, he prays that we will be protected from all that's going on. In the midst of suffering, we'll know his protection. In the midst of suffering, we'll know his peace. In the midst of suffering and harsh and difficulty, we will know that we are not alone, that we are not forgotten. So he prays for protection. He also says here that he prays um, for glory. Now, he prays that our lives would bring glory to him. He prays that we would reflect his glory, that when people see us, they see Christians, they see Jesus, and they think they've got something, I want that. He prays for power. And uh, when I was um, reading a couple of books a couple of weeks ago about power, I read one book and it's called Power for Living. Now, Christianity is not a self-help religion. Jesus promises us power. He prays that we would have his power at work in us. Now in John 16, when Jesus left the world and he ascended, he went back up into heaven, the ascension, 40 days after he was rose from the dead on um, Easter Sunday, he left us his Holy Spirit. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, the three in one God. He left us his Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit is the power that we need to live our lives because we can't do it in ourselves. You know, we need God's power to live this life 
in the way that God wants us to. So that in the midst of whatever we face, whatever circumstance, it be unemployment, be it sickness or bereavement, be it uncertainty, be it poor mental health, whatever negative circumstance we face, we need God's power to help us to live right. So when God prays for us in John 17, he prays that we would have power. He prays for protection. It says he doesn't ask that we be taken out of the world, but he asks that we would be protected from the evil in it. And he says here in verse 20 in John 17, I pray not only for them, but also for those who believe in me because of their message. I pray that they may all be one. Father, they may be in us just as you are in me and I am in you. May they be one so that the world believe that you sent me. What does that mean? What is Jesus praying, praying for you? What is Jesus praying for me? Well, he's praying that we would know who we are. My children know that I am their father and they have a mother and that they come from us, that they belong to us, that we're family. God wants us to know that we are family. We belong to God. He belongs to us. And if we live and act as family, then we will be successful in this life, irrespective of what circumstances um, may throw us. He prays for unity, that we may be one as he is one, so that our lives will glorify him. So when I read today's word and the Bible, and I read that Jesus is speaking about you and me, he, when he prays, he speaks life over us. His prayers speak life, they speak hope, they speak peace, they speak certainty. So today, I want to encourage you to read the Bible, read John 17. And see what Jesus is saying about you. See what Jesus is speaking over you. And realise that Jesus is praying for you. Because you matter. And you're special. But here's the good thing. We get to talk back to God too. We get to pray to him. So why, why don't you start a conversation. Start a new conversation with God today. And let's see where that will take you. And take me. Thank you. Creatures of our God and King Lift up your voice and with us sing Oh, praise Him Hallelujah Thou burning sun with golden beam Thou silver moon with softer gleam Him. Oh, praise Him. Hallelujah. 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 Thou rushing wind that art so strong Ye clouds that sail in heaven along Oh, praise Him Hallelujah Thou rising morning trees rejoice Ye lights of evening find a
all things their Creator bless and worship Him in humbleness. Oh, praise Him, hallelujah! Praise, praise the Father, praise the Son, and praise the Spirit. In one, oh, praise Him, oh, praise Him, hallelujah, hallelujah, Well, there you go. Welcome back. Thanks, Sherlon, for the talk. Quite a short talk today uh, from Sherlon, so, uh, but still plenty to talk about. Uh, we're going to dig into that whole thing. Uh, I especially, Sadaf, want to dig into this, the prayers that Jesus prayed for me thing, um, and uh, go through those, and let's chat about what they mean. Sherlon touched on them a little bit, uh, so I think it'd be good to go through them a little bit. So, is that all right with you? Does that work? Does that sound fine? Yeah, that works. Yeah. yeah, it's a good way to spend a Sunday evening. So, uh, the the first uh, part of the scripture that I'm, I want to sort of dig into is not actually um, at the start. So Jesus starts praying for his disciples at the start of verse uh, sort of chapter seventeen. I want to dig straight into verse twenty, where it says, uh, where Jesus says, "My prayer." is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, right? Uh, just highlighting the point that Jesus is not just talking about his disciples, but anyone who believes through his mes their message, which basically is is all of us, because indirectly, one way or another, we are all here because of their message, right? Um, so uh, the first prayer is that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. Uh, that's a really interesting thing to pray. And I'm kind of curious, Adam, what do you think he means when uh, Jesus says that? Um, I think for me, it. Um, I think Jesus prays for unity in the church. I think that's... Um, I think that's big for for him that we're not fractured, that the church is not divided, but that we are all one. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I see in verse twenty one especially that all of them may be one. That he's talking about unity. Yeah. So you see that as you. Know, so I'm. 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 Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ambidextrous is the wrong phrase. Uh, multitasking. That's the right phase, okay. phrase. I'm trying to uh, post the scriptures in the comments at the same time uh, as we're you talking. Want me to keep talking. Yeah, do. That's all right. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just think that it. You know, when when we as Christians or even them, like the the disciples, that when they are a good witness to, for the Lord, then they create that unity where there's poor witness in the world. That's when the church is divided yeah. and becomes fractured. So um, knowing, knowing the scriptures, knowing the Bible and um, knowing Jesus helps us to be a good witness for him. And that's how we create unity amongst our our own circles and you know in our evangelism so what does um you, you say unity or unity uh you know if you were if you were canadian um so you say unity um what does that mean to you though because it, it's one of those um i think unity is one of those things that we talk a lot about in church mm -hmm. and a lot of people have come away with the impression 
because it's let's be real right it's usually pastors who talk about unity and they can often talk and i'm not i don't think it's done deliberately or maliciously but it can often come across as the people in leadership are talking about unity in a way which says you need to agree with us otherwise mm -hmm. you're not unified and i don't think that's what unity is mm -hmm. um just to clarify that uh, so what is unity in your mind in your opinion so here jesus is praying that we would be one that we would be unified what does that look like um i mean we're all different so i don't think we're all supposed to be the same and that's mm -hmm. not what i mean by unity i mean that um that the message that we believe in um the gospel message mm -hmm. that we all if we can all hang our hats on that <laughs> then then we are unified in mm. our in, in what we believe about jesus yeah so um it's not about different denominations like how how different churches do different things mm -hmm. quite peripheral but the essence of what we what we believe needs to be the same yeah which is the gospel message yeah absolutely and he well i mean jesus kind of defines it a little bit doesn't he because he says mm -hmm. i pray that they would be one just as you and i father are one mm -hmm. i mean that's a i i read that and go man alive is that a tall order <laughs> do you know what i mean that's um that's a tall order and then you you get into this whole conversation then which talks about well submit one to another right mm -hmm. you 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 know you you kind of think this is just where my brain goes, right? So if there is unity in the Godhead between God the Son, God the Father, God the Holy Spirit, there's no competition, there's no ego between them. They're mm -hmm. all kind of in this together. They all have a clear plan and purpose. And so if you, if you are that unified, then it, it strips out that ego, doesn't it? And it strips out that that desire to be right all the time. And so then you have to submit one to another. And I think yeah. whew, it's a really, it's, it's some really icky topic here, isn't it? Because it's not, um, it's not what people want to talk about these days, I don't think. No, no, no. Um, I think, yeah, you're right. I think submission is, it's a scary, it's a scary word for a lot of people, isn't it? Um, but I think, like the Lord also talked about um, love for each other, and like there's so much that goes with that. And loving the Lord, loving each other also can result in unity as well, mm. because you're putting others before yourself, just as you know the Lord's asked us to do. He's commanded us to do that, to be servants of one another. Mm. Um, yeah, and I think there's so many there's so many parameters. <laughs> that that we can um, exist within and still fulfill that those those commandments to love to um to be unified as a body of christ um without having to feel threatened without having to feel that we are losing our um you know um what's the word like our right <laughs> yeah. to be a certain way or to be able to do certain things yeah no, I, I agree. Uh, Dion's put here, I think that unity is a choice we all make or don't, which I think is probably a fair comment, really. Um, mm. It is a decision that we all make. It's interesting when you when you do look at the, the Godhead, then if you go, well, if Jesus is praying that we would be one as, or they, you know, that we would be one as the Father and Christ is one, then you kind of go, well, what does that look like? Um, and so you go, well, there there are some things which immediately stand out to me as in jesus had a clear sense of identity he understood mm -hmm. his purpose um the holy spirit understood or understands his purpose and his role and mm -hmm. everybody everybody knows this and there's no competition and i think often in church i suppose in a way if we just understood what our role was and what our purpose was and just was was content with that mm -hmm. and focused on that and did that yeah. to the best of our ability whilst preferring one another at the same time yeah. and then i wonder if that gets rid of competition and i wonder if that gets mm -hmm. rid of uh the ego um it's a really interesting one i i, mm -hmm. I i'm not really pondered it until sherlon talked about it i'm i'm really yeah. So hence the reason my my ponderings are coming out now. 
uh, Dion. We can disagree without making it a war and understand and accept that we all have slightly different perspectives, uh, much like our very different trinity yet working together for the same purpose. And I think that's very true. Mm -hmm. Have you ever done that? Um, I haven't got one to hand, but that quiz where they, there's a drawing on a piece of paper and they ask you, what do you see? And some people see a young lady and some people see an old lady or some people see a bunny rabbit or some people see a lion. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's one of these images that could be two things. Mm -hmm. um, and both are true and both are right. It all depends on the perspective, uh, you know, the lens of life which you're looking through as to how you see it. And um, I like what uh, Dion has put here, actually, that um, we do have this slightly different perspective. And actually that we can be unified in that because when we come together, we get the whole picture rather yeah. than telling everybody else that they're wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is a big deal, right? Hmm. Yes. So let me just have a look down the comments here. So uh, let's look down at these um, prayers then. Uh, the prayers of Jesus. So I love the fact he prays for unity <laughs> because let's be real, right? If I'm praying for people, unity is not top of my list. I, I, it just isn't, right? I'm, I'm, I'm sort of praying, God bless them, God help them, God make them better, God help them fulfill their purpose, God make them experience and encounter you. And here Jesus is saying, no, I pray that they're one. <laughs> Maybe I should learn from this. Uh, so... Let me get out of, i tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to get out of the Amplified Bible because that is some serious reading right there. Uh, and I'm going to go back to the good old-fashioned NIV. And we're going to pick it out. So glorify your son that the son may now glorify you. So he's praying for himself. Uh, and so now he prays for the disciples. Verse 6, I, revealed you, I have revealed you to those whom you gave me out of this world. Um, and he goes on, I pray for them. Verse 9, I'm not praying for the world but for those that you have given me, for they are yours. All I have is yours and all you have is mine. That's an exceptional mm -hmm. statement of unity right mm -hmm. there, right? And uh, I can I just touch on this point just yeah. because I feel like I need to. Okay. When uh, and, I'm, and this is not directed at you, Sedaf, uh, okay. although, you know, we're talking to each other right now. <laughs> um, all I have is yours and all you have is mine is a statement of covenant. And covenant is something that happens when you get married. And I have yet to find, there are exceptions to the rule, and please don't write into me to tell me the exceptions, so I know what they are. There are exceptions to the rule that I'm about to give you, but successful marriages don't operate out of two bank accounts. And it just doesn't. Now, I know that there are exceptions to this rule, right? And that there are sensible safeguards where two accounts do work and do make sense. So I'm not saying it's not true for everybody, but on the whole, all I have is yours and all you have is mine, right? Mm -hmm. That is a covenant statement. And when we can live in a marriage in a state of covenant like that, marriages work. When we try and keep back some of that, well, this bit's yours and the rest of it's mine, then we run into problems. Mm -hmm. That's just my little soapbox. I don't know if you've got any thoughts about this, uh, Mrs. Bone. No, I, just... I, I agree with you 100%. Oh, phew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me off for a little minute then. <laughs> no. So, yes, verse 10. All I have is yours. All you have is mine. Uh, and glory will come to me through them. That's quite a strong statement, isn't it? Uh, do we bring glory to Christ? I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world, and I'm coming to you, Holy Father. Protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. Here's that statement again, right? Yeah. So this whole protecting them. And Sherlon hit on this point um, that uh, Jesus doesn't pray that God will take them out of the world, but that he would keep them in the midst of it, that he would protect them, which I think is a really interesting prayer, given the fact that quite often a lot of our personal prayers are, God, get me out of this, whatever situation I'm in, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, rather than God protect me in this situation, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? And keep me unified with my fellow believer, right? My, my brothers and my sisters. It's a really interesting prayer. 
Have you got any thoughts on this? Yeah, I think um, I think the key is um, remaining in Him. I'm not sure. Just what was that verse um, eleven? Was it remain? No, there's another uh, one uh, that Sharon talked about. Verse twelve, uh, and then it goes on um, to verse fifteen. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but you protect them from the evil one. Yes. Um, The one that the was, was it 33? Yeah, sorry. Going back to chapter 16, verse oh, okay. 3. Um, it, it rings true here, too. I think it's like um, it talks about so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I will overcome the world. Mm-hmm. And I think the key is that remaining in him, that if mm-hmm. you're in me, that's when you have the peace. So even if you are in difficult times or you're facing um, different trials, tribulations, whatever um, your the word your Bible uses, um, I think if you're remaining in the Lord, that's where you have the protection, you have the wisdom, the yeah. strength to be able to walk that. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's very good. So have, how does this work for you then? This, um, Or have you seen it work for you, uh, this whole idea of, being in the world, not of it. Um, verse 16, they are not of the world, even as I am not of it, but uh, remaining in him, you know, this whole idea of uh, being protected and kept when it's all going a bit wrong. Yeah. Um, I think I think that is a reality all the time, though, even mm. when things are okay, even when things are great. I think as believers, that is our reality, that we are in the world because that's where we've been placed but this is not our home and we are not we are not to um become of the world so we should never let our guards down Mm. and i think it's easiest to do when things are going great because you kind of like start coasting right (laughs) Um, i don't know what you mean (laughs) (laughs) i think yeah i think it's um I think it's especially true when when things aren't aren't going well, mm. um, because then suddenly you're seeking and you're wanting answers and seeking the Lord in those times is is best yeah. <laughs> is the best place to be um, and waiting on Him. But I think the rest of the time it's it's just as true. Mm. Yeah, no, it's a fair comment actually. It's not just when times are tough; it's when times are easy. Mm. Uh, Dion's put here in the comments. I like this, Dion. This is. I'm going to use this. I'm going to steal this quote. I stop praying. I'm a believer. Get me out of here. This is a very topical statement because in the UK yeah. at the moment we have a TV show called "I'm a Celebrity." Get me out of here. <laughs> um, and so I've stopped praying. I'm a believer. Get me out of here because my prayers weren't answered in that way. <laughs> the journey is always through. It's yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I I heard T D Jakes. Uh, I think it was T.D. Jakes. I'm going to give him the credit for a statement which I heard. And T.D., if this is not you, please credit the right person. Um, And he said quite often that God doesn't deliver us out of a situation. He delivers us through a situation. Uh, And that's always stuck with me, that actually um, sometimes we just have to go through and quite often actually we just have to go through uh, rather than out and this is where the protection is concerned that's where the peace comes in that's where the power of god comes in that's where the power of the name of jesus comes in and so often we we think we can use all of those things as christians to make our life easier to get us out of those tricky situations i I hear your dogs agreeing Nala, you're saying amen. <laughs> I think, um, I think, sorry, I, were you done talking or can I just... Yeah, no, you got, I'm definitely done now. <laughs> I love how you ask, ask uh, I love how you make statements but phrase them as questions. Uh, but you crack them. <laughs> it's a fine art. <laughs> um, um what was i gonna say oh yeah so yeah i totally i agree that going through it is definitely it's it's hard it's hard and um but it's so much sweeter the end is so much sweeter because you come out um having learned so much more about the lord Mm. and 
so much, you know, you just got so much more to give to others because of what you received from the Lord in that time. Mm. Um, and it's just, it's but so much more a better place to be, I, I think, rather than trying to get plucked out of something. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It, what intrigues me um, on the podcast, we've been doing the story, the What's the Story podcast, and we did one a couple of weeks ago with Brett Curry, whose mum died of uh, lung cancer. Yeah. And this happened when he was a teenager. And his mm. his story was basically, when that happened, it caused me to... Uh, in effect, find God or to strengthen his relationship, draw near to God, I think is the expression that we used. Um, uh, We've had Mark Mitchell on uh, last week who was talking about his brain hemorrhage um, and how when he had this problem uh, and almost died with his brain hemorrhage, it caused him to press into God and get closer to God. I mean, the sweet, sweet man. Um, And it seems to be one of the common stories that comes out through What's the Story, the podcast that we're on, is people had a problem. To be fair, it is how we phrase the questions as well. I do go fishing and digging for this. Um, They've had a a problem or a challenge that they've had to come through. And as a result, their walk with God seems to be sweeter, stronger, better. You know, I could cite lots of people. Annie Uden, she had breast cancer Mm -hmm. and went through the whole nightmare uh, an ordeal of that and I remember it very well um, because she's a very good friend of mine and so um, but came out of it her and Tony her husband just so much sweeter nicer lovely but stronger in the faith kind of people as well and it's interesting isn't it when you're in these situations if you go through it um, with an eye on God I don't understand it and, but mm-hmm. somehow in the midst of all of this, if somehow you can get glory, then let's do it in the in your name. Let's go through this yeah. and we'll yeah. win. Um, and people will see that you are glorified in this somehow. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's a really interesting. It's a really interesting thing, isn't it? That um, that you can do that as mm-hmm. Christians or. What I've also seen is people go the opposite way where things yeah. have got tricky and hard and so they're like i'm out i am uh, i'm i'm a believer get me out of here uh, and their faith is is deconstructed their faith is rejected whatever it is do you know what i mean there's something that's not happened according to how they thought it should happen and so yeah, yeah they're out right yeah i think um you're right like you know for the glory to go to the lord and he he wants that he you know that he wants us to be able to do that and when our heart our heart is in the right place even if we are in a hard time and we're just taking those small steps of obedience as hard and heavy as those footsteps might be in the right direction um i think the lord the lord does that i've i've been in a time in my life where that's happened and so many people were encouraged by um you know the circum like the circumstances were what they were but the way the Lord was carrying us through it. Mm. Um, they were looking in, and though we didn't feel like, you know, everything was amazing, and isn't this journey great? Like, you know, trials, tribulations, but isn't, you no, know, isn't this great? There were so many people looking in saying, you know, we are so encouraged by your faith. And that wasn't us. That wasn't us. That was all the Lord. Um, mm. But it's that, you know, those simple, small steps of obedience in every area of our lives and the Lord gets the glory for it. Mm. That's That's true. It is. And it's interesting. Mm -hmm. So if you are watching this and you are going through something, um, I think it's, it's a really know that as you're going through it, Jesus prayed for you as Mm -hmm. you go through that, that you would be protected and that he would be glorified and that you would stay unified. And I think one of the things that, um, one of the, the lessons that we learn from this actually is when you're going through difficult times is don't get disconnected from the body of Christ uh, and yeah. stay unified, right? Uh, and just trust in him, trust in the power of his name because the name of Jesus changes literally everything. <laughs> uh, we're going to get into this a whole great deal as we go through the book of Acts. Uh, it is just insane. 
the power in that one name. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna deep dive into that coming soon. Uh, we know this because Sadaf and I've been busy writing the notes, and so we know what's been, <laughs> we know what's coming up. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. But it, I, I think that it's it's actually really encouraging to know that when you're going through a difficult time, and I know for many of us right now we are going through difficult times. Right? There's all kinds of stuff to cause us all kinds of. Uh, problems and anxiety but as you're going through them we as Christians can stand there and we can look at that and we know that Jesus prayed for us so we can go through it with strength and with courage and conviction right we just can uh, and we can do that with the strength of uh, other believers praying for us and standing with us we can be unified uh, and as we're going to talk about in Christmas we can do this peacefully uh, and in the complete opposite spirit to what is happening so um, be encouraged as, as odd as that sounds, I, I, I don't know. I, I, when stuff's not going well, when stuff's not going right, I'm like, this is the moment Jesus prayed for. <laughs> and I figure if anyone is going to get their prayers answered, it's going to be Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> You're on the right side. <laughs> yes, I am on the right side. As Dion has put here in the comments, forged by fire. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and just to bring it right back down to earth, uh, Matt, what colour hair should I have for the Christmas service? <laughs> Bizarre question. Let us know what you think. The options are gold or red or green. Vote in the comments. Well, green. given that I have the casting vote, I'm going with, the, what, what, what would you say? Is this massy brown, kind of reddish? I don't know. I'm going with this colour. Uh, it takes a lot of work to get the grey out and keep this colour. No, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. Um, so, yes, there you have it. Being Christian, I think it's really one of the things I'm going to suggest you do, dear, uh, dear viewer, dear listener. Um, if you're listening to this on the audio podcast, uh, it's great that you're with us. If you're watching it on YouTube or, or on Facebook, it's great that you're here. If you are involved, one of the things I would love for you to do this week is read through the prayers that Jesus prays for you. Um, and just think about the words that Jesus is saying and go, is this coming to pass in my life? Because if it isn't, something's wrong somewhere, and I'm fairly sure, because I'm not a rocket scientist, I'm fairly sure the problem is not going to be with Jesus. Just putting that out there into the ether. Uh, I'm fairly sure that's not where the problem's going to lie. But, I mean, in all seriousness, I think do check out those prayers, and Lord, what are you saying to me? God, how can I... How can I have this come to pass? Am I unified to my fellow Christians? Is there something I need to think about there? Is there something you, you want to challenge me on? Um, you know, the stuff that I'm going through, God, can you protect me? Uh, can you show me what it means to be in the world but not of it? What does that mean? I live here, but I'm not of it. I'm of a different kingdom. Uh, we are going to get into all of this, trust me, in the book of Acts. The book of Acts is just amazing. Uh, we live in a different kingdom. We have a different ruler. And, you know, as crazy as our world leaders are at the moment, and some of them are, you know, not so crazy, but some of them are a little bit nuts, right? Let's just be real. Um, we live in a different kingdom. So we have a different set of rules that we follow, which is amazing. Uh, and so, yeah, <laughs> we can do all this with peace uh, and all that sort of stuff. But do read through those prayers that Jesus prayed for you. And just pray them over for yourself. Just like Sherlock said, they speak life to your very soul. And just as I read them, I'm just like, okay. And notice, sorry, I'm going to say this one last thing and then I'll stop. But notice how unusual the prayers are. They're not what you would expect them to be. Just want to put that out there. At least in my head. They're not what I pray for my kids when I think about what do I pray for my kids. Maybe I should stop praying the prayers that Jesus prayed for my kids. Don't anyway, anything else from you uh, on this? Um, no, no, it's, there's so much there, but you know, we don't have time. <laughs> like we're just, getting but... just getting warmed up. Let's keep going. <laughs> so, uh, what's okay. happening next week? Matt's put in the comments here. What's happening next week? We've got That's Pete Farrington. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we've got Pete Farrington, and he's going to be speaking on um, chapters 18 and 19. Yeah, 18 and 19. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely don't know what Pete's speaking on next week. I just know that Pete is speaking, and I know this because we have the video already. I've not heard it yet. 
Um, but yeah, we've got Pete Farrington speaking mm -hmm. to us next week, which will be great. Love Pete Farrington. The man is an absolute legend. Uh, very jealous of his of his hair. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> uh, but he is an absolute legend. So yeah, we've got Pete next week. I think Dan and I are hosting. Don't forget to plug the midweek prayer Zoom. So um, Matt takes this role very seriously, reminding me every live stream to plug. <laughs> this is awesome. I never have to think about anything I, because Matt normally tells me everything that I need to think about. Uh, so yes, we do have a midweek Zoom group, Zoom. Uh, if you'd like to come join us, feel the freedom. Uh, we'd love to meet you. We meet 8 p.m. Uh, on Wednesday evenings on Zoom. Uh, and so if you'd like to come join in, uh, then feel the freedom to do so. Uh, we're going to be talking more about the Zoom groups, actually, in the new year. Uh, got some thoughts and ideas on this. So, yes, uh, we're going to be plugging those a lot. But in the meantime, if you'd like to know more about that, do connect with me. Uh, do connect with me. Do connect with Crowd Church. You can find the information on our website at www.crowd.church. You can reach us on social media at Crowd Church. And also on our website, you will find a link to be able to WhatsApp uh, us directly. Um, so that just comes through the system here and uh, we can WhatsApp. We know that we, uh, we get emails, we get WhatsApp messages usually every week with prayer requests from people. Uh, which is great. So if you'd like us to pray for you over anything, whether you are a believer in Christ or not, we'd love to pray for people. So again, you can reach us through the website, through social media and through WhatsApp. Um, and to be fair, that's normally one of the things that we do pray for every Wednesday night uh, in our little Zoom group. Uh, so yes, uh, Matt C is a champ. Oh, the Matt C love is in the comments. Loving that. Uh, so yes, brilliant. Uh, Senef. Thank you for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure well. again. It's been fun. So does that mean this time next year you'll be on the live stream? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you need to put yourself on the schedule like in 12 months time <laughs> and, and confirm? So you, because you've never seen the schedule, the way it works is we have like a spreadsheet with a list of names and next to each name is a box where you can check and it says yeah. confirmed. <laughs> yes, confirmed. Are they confirmed? Yes or no? <laughs> and we're not talking about England, uh, the Church of England confirmation. No, no, no. We're talking about have they agreed to actually do this? Yes or no? Uh, have they confirmed that they are available to host or to speak or, you know, whatever the production or whatever they're down to do? And so, yes, this is you should just go put your name. A little oh, tick. Okay. November, November, whatever it's going to be. 28th? Uh, just pick a day. <laughs> <I don't mind. laughs> Why not? Pick a December date because then you get to wear Christmas jumpers. Oh, I'll need to get one first. But that's a whole other story. You don't have a Christmas jumper. <laughs> you don't have a Christmas jumper. You know it. Wow, this is what incredulity looks like. You don't have a Christmas jumper. How did I not know this about you? Is this a is this a personal thing? Is this something that you've been avoiding? No, I just never got around to it. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'll lend you one this year. I've got lots of Christmas oh, thank jumpers. You. Thank yeah, my, my daughter wears uh, my Christmas jumpers and so I yeah. I'm a big fan of the Christmas jumpers. Uh, we should definitely, we should get a, a crowd Christmas jumper designed. Get, let's get Josh Catchpole on designing a crowd Christmas yeah. jumper. Let's see what that comes out like. We could sell it on the site, crowd church merch. We're not, like sorry, it. I'm just being flippant now. We're not gonna do this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, <laughs> although we do have crowd church merch as I, as I, and the hoodie, nice, the hoodie. Oh yeah, I've not got the hoodie on today. So um, I have got a hat that doesn't fit me. <laughs> Jeff's just thrown this at me. Oh, look at that. Oh, the Batman Christmas jumper, that's awesome. Is that Jeff's Christmas jumper? Yeah, he's just thrown that in. Okay, you should totally wear that on the church live stream next year. Okay. Uh, uh, Dion says, no more caps, we want beanies. <laughs> Yeah. yeah so you what, just put in your comments the request for the church merch you would like, uh, and we'll do our level best to create some said church merch. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Matt wants a hoodie. Oh man, we've we've we should talk about church merch more often. We get more comments. Um, <laughs> excuse me while I cough my guts. Up. Right <laughs> on that bombshell uh, of Sadaf not owning a Christmas jumper. Uh, if you are watching this and feel like this is a travesty of justice, which I feel like it is, 
then you can send. What size are you, Sedef? Medium, um, small? I'm, I'm, uh, um, let's go with medium. I'm a small, but let's go with medium because it's Christmas, you know, got room to grow. Okay. So if any of you <laughs> would like to send in a Christmas jumper for Sedef, <laughs> you can send that to Crowd Church. The address is on the website. Uh, I will make sure she gets it. We'll take a photo and put it on social media because we just feel like this is wrong on so many levels. Thank you. So, yeah. I feel like I need to say thank you. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, obviously, Jeff is listening, uh, your husband, because he's just thrown his Batman Christmas jumper at you. I think as the head of the household, Jeff, and I appreciate I've just been controversial by using that term, uh, I, I feel like yeah. you need to allocate some budget to go get a Christmas jumper this year, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. So thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. Uh, it's been an absolute treat. Believe it or not, this if you just joined us, this is an online church broadcast, not a plug for Christmas jumpers, the Christmas Jumper Organization Association or whatever it is. Um, it's been great to be with you. Thank you so much. It's been fascinating talking about the prayers Jesus prayed for us with Sherlon and uh, obviously Salaf, who is an absolute legend, making her annual appearance uh, that's going to be it from us the live stream is going to end but if you are not yet subscribed to anything to do with crowd church then you can on youtube just hit the follow link hit the bell notification thing the whole thing will come on if audio is your thing or if you prefer to read stuff or you want to send your emails just go to the website where the address is down there uh, fill out the little form putting your name and we'll email you once a week uh, all this amazing information and if you haven't seen it yet do try check out the crowd church's uh, what's the story podcast which i mentioned where we just deep dive into people's stories so um yeah are you coming on that sadaf yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay right Put my name down on the spreadsheet yeah <laughs> In three years' time, just I'm not going to tick the confirmed thing. Yeah. All right, bless you. Have a great evening, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, peace be the journey. Uh, that's it from us. Bye for now. Bye.